test.
Hello. I'm gay, and I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. You're tuned in to episode 52 of Geraldo's Edge Game, the premier edging Coomcast podcast and or Comcast. Very special episode. One year. What does that mean? One year of the Jerk Off Edging Podcast. It's been a while. We, we you stuck it out. And if you're new to the show, well, you came in at the right time because this will, this is, I put a lot of thought into this one, believe it or not. Believe it or not, I don't put a whole lot of thought into a podcast. Uh, weird. I know. I know. Uh, one year of Edge has brought me here, and I think it's time to really give you what you want. <clears throat> I think it's only fair. Where would I be without you? Would I even exist as I do now if you were not here to listen and to observe and to view? For anyone listening, I highly recommend you watch this episode rather than listen to it on your favorite streaming platform, iHeartRadio. I wouldn't want you to miss anything important. There's a lot of, uh, there will be a very prominent visual gag I think you would enjoy. I think I spent too much time trying to make this a real a podcast, something really funny or interesting or, or, or informative. And I, I think too many, too many podcasters in general get to, <clears throat> they get too caught up on that and it, and it really takes away from the show and what they're forgetting and what I've realized after a year which which I had a sneaking suspicion of anyway, as a podcast consumer myself, is uh, that most people just put something on uh, just so they don't kill themselves. That's what that's what podcasts are for. That's what 
That's what daytime television is for. That's what nighttime television is for. It's it's background noise so you don't blow your brains out. Okay, and I see the value in that. I'm not I'm not detracting from from podcasts. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from talk radio or any form of media that that stops you from killing yourself. That's really walla. It's all it is. Life is just one big distraction, one big a game. A big old game. Which is why I made Edge Game cuz it is a f- fucking game. Edge is the game. Hi Lux. Do you agree? But I, I don't think that's good. I don't. I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing that we have too many things to to stop you from facing death. Of looking death in the face. I think there are too many things that get in the way. And I think it's mostly because... Uh, I think too many... Uh, we're living too long. Okay, we're, we're... Too many of us are living to be like fucking like 80 years old. And I don't I don't think that's a good thing. What, 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 what benefit is that to anyone? What benefit is that to the 80-year-old? Modern medicine uh, was developed so that you can sit around watching television and shitting for an extra 20 years. That's that's really what... That's what, that's what really the majority of medicine is for now, is keeping your old ass doing the same shit you spent the majority of your life doing. Except now you have an excuse to do it because you're just fucking old. It does. It. It. I mean, just kill him, or just let him die. Just let him die sooner. That's all. I, I don't think we should. We should try to focus on maintaining uh, your health so much. If all you're gonna do is. Watch your shows and listen to podcasts. Work your silly little job. Do your silly little hobby. Do you really need that extra 20 years? Just enjoy doing nothing now. Why wait to do nothing when you're old? No, it was a dark start for uh, the one-year episode, but uh, it turns out, believe it or not, everything is going to be okay, and that is because, um, well, I was really close to the edge the other night, as as is usual, and... Uh, 
turns out I, I got accepted into the FBI. I somehow passed to be an FBI special agent. And unfortunately, I can no longer talk about it. But um, now I have hope. I have I have uh, hope and inspiration and a new direction in life. And I'm, I'm actually genuinely really excited for it. And I don't think um, I don't think I need to do this anymore. As much as I'd like to, I don't think it's uh, it would be good. I think I think I've decided to quit the solo mail game um, to focus on my law enforcement and my stand up career. And I'm so excited to start training that I bought the standard issue Glock that FBI agents get so that I can get some practice ahead of time. And it's been really good. Uh, it's been really good for me. It's been really, really good. And I'm really really excited I'm ecstatic okay I I um I've always wanted a gun and now I have a reason to have one as a as a as a as an enforcer of the law as a person uh, uh, a public defender <laughs> As someone who cares about society, right? As someone, as an empath like myself, I am glad to now be a gun owner, to be a, a fed, a cop. I, I'm finally glad that I have justification to beat my wife when I get home. It's because I'm a cop. It's okay if I do it because we all do it. It's part of the job. Okay, it's what you know you're getting into when you marry a cop. That's all. That's 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 why I'm doing it. So I can beat my wife. And I know I don't have a wife right now, but I'm doing this for her. Wherever she is. If you're listen if she's listening right now
fucking two. Now, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if you know this about. Um, People think what I make is porn. Okay, people think what I make is 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 inherently sexual in nature and it's supposed to be pornography, right? <clears throat> and what what separates anything you watch from being considered porn? I've thought a lot about this. Cuz cuz <clears throat> Some people want to call me uh, an artist or a content creator uh, rather than a porn star, okay? Rather than an adult content creator that I make <clears throat> performance. It's performance art. It's 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 not <clears throat> it's not sexual. At least not the main intent of it. It's, it's, uh, uh, it becomes to me, to me, anything becomes pornography when you jerk off to it. That's my standard. If you can come to it, it's fucking porn. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you that I'll give you that one I'll fucking give you that one You know why? Because Why not? Why wouldn't I? Hmm? Why, why wouldn't I jerk my little PP One Last time. This is the logical conclusion of the show. This is what I always imagined it to be. Now, if this is still porn to you, if you still jerk off to this, um, well, then I guess it is porn. But that doesn't make a difference. It doesn't change a thing. It does not. Maybe what's different is if I come, if this is what makes me come, huh. 
<clears throat> I have uh, I have a couple closing statements I'd like to read. A couple people I'd like to thank, and I, I wrote I wrote a little something, and I hope you'll let me read it to you because it's uh, I, you may not you may not hear from me for a while. And that's, uh, I want to make sure that, that, that the real intent, that the real me, it, I want to see it, I want to see it through. Okay. Cause I, I think I had something to say. I, I think I've always had a message and it's been very convoluted. You know, there's a lot of distractions from from what I want you to get out of this and it's that I I I I ultimately it's that I don't want you to uh don't kill yourself don't kill yourself is what is what I really mean to say and I know I've never put it that way uh, but that's, that's really, it's really what I meant. And I hope you don't because you have so much to look forward to. As do I. So, without further ado, and I, I have to give credit to my friend David for helping me <clears throat> put this together. He is uh, one of my favorite writers of all time, David. Dracula, the nature of being. <laughs> One of the main themes, if not the main theme from Dracula, is that everyone has a true nature. Everyone, everyone, everyone has a true nature. Um, while surely we should self-explore in the process of seeking to be comfortable in our skin, there comes a time when we must realize there are some fundamental characteristics to our nature which are simply part of our nature. Our true nature. Personally speaking, I'm very calm, relaxed, wise, Knowledgeable and understanding person. <laughs> On the other hand, I lack life skills sometimes and being down to earth, but I'm aware of my weaknesses and I do try to work on them. Frankenstein. One thing I love about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is her sheer, whole, true, naked 
unveiling of the human condition. There is no stone left unturned for Mary. She expresses the depths of hell equally as true as the highs of heaven, which I've only seen one person ever in my life ever do. And it was only in one particular song, Yonaka's Creature. Yonaka's Creature. With that being said, the central theme from Frankenstein for me is that is the necessity to find humanity in all people alike. When you cerebralize yourself into conceptual construction in your head, the implications can be life-ending, right? Whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, we are cordial creatures, cordial beings. By losing sight of the human heart, not only do you lose touch with yourself and the ability to love, but you brew and stir up hatred, anger, bitterness, resentment, and confusion, which only begets more of those said things. <laughs> right? Frankenstein is cool. Frankenstein is cool as a reader. Reading about him. Oh my God. I should have. Whoo. Oh, fuck me. Especially with the looming spooky season spiriting its way through October right now. But as a person, I'm not sure how many people would talk to Frankenstein, yet alone, Mary, Shelley, yet alone, Yonaka, these people like me are fragile, tender, sensitive, caring, and compassionate. While those words might sound cool in the ringing of your ears... Which angle do you like better? Do you like that? Do you think that's that's the most efficient way? Um, the the reality the reality is is probably too underwhelming for you to handle. <laughs> most humans do not live by patience, sacrifice, and hope, um, but by con convenience, gratification, and self satisfaction. Whatever year reality or historical period is passing through. I'm not trying to discourage you from being a human, a real human, but I hope there's an understanding that it is a slow, worthwhile, and steady process. Life is our greatest teacher. <clears throat> Monday, October 3rd. Oh, Samu Dazai's No Longer Human. The primary theme of Dazai's No Longer Human is that humans can fail to tend to and heal their own inner pain. Uh, Kozo is not stupid or naive. Forget the fact he was the best student at his school. He has a profound ability to read other humans and see what their true intentions are. Unfortunately, what appears to be a gift for Kozo turns out to be a curse. Time and time again, life circumstances ravage Kozo as he is molested by his childhood servants. He attempts double suicide. What? And survives, living with the guilt of watching a confused married woman die. And then ultimately attempts a final suicide by sleeping pill at the end of the novel. I deliberately use the word appears because Kozo, though ravaged by dreadful, horrific, and devastating circumstances, is keenly aware that humans endure pain as a result of the brokenness and imperfect nature of this world. He understands that while a perfect path of or toward salvation does not exist, so to speak, 
a path toward healing and genuine self-acceptance and self-love does. Despite his awareness of a healthy path and a healthy life, Kozo exploits his own pain consciously, constructing a persona to cope with it and cast it away. This persona is intended to, in a mocking way, present a facade to others so that they can never see his true feelings, right? His true feelings about the world and the human beings in it. Uh, while this facade seems to work on most humans, there are some individuals along the way who can see through Kozo and in their own failure of understanding who they truly are, therefore fail to see why Kozo is deliberately putting on an act in the first place. While it's impossible, it's impossible not to feel dread, horror, and devastation for Kozo, um, to a wise eye, it's, it's, it's attempts to run and run and run from his own pain. It's apparent that Kozo knowingly and consciously attempts to run. Such a response is natural. Who wouldn't run from the explicit evil in the world that humans willfully and consciously partake in? But even when Kozo has the opportunity to work through his pain by even meeting kind souls along his demented journey, he refuses to do so. Again, who would want to work through the kind of pain Kozo endured, especially in such a downright evil way, they say. But inner pain, <clears throat> inner pain is something all humans have to work through as revealed by Taikichi showing Kozo the inner pain of humans in paintings or the ghosts. Even with Kozo's profound wisdom and ability to observe, I still feel soul, stomach, heart pain, soul, heart pain aching for him because nothing, and I mean nothing, should warrant the kind of suffering in this world. Um nor the horrible and chaotic reality it can entail, and I could ponder this forever. If only I had more hands. So while I deeply want to help save Yozo, I alone cannot fix his brokenness and pain. Only love can. Whatever, wherever, whenever, whichever, whyever, however, whoever that is. Wednesday, September 21st, Dracula. The first part of Dracula is dedicated to Jonathan Harker's journey to Count Dracula's castle. <laughs> full, of, full of fucking strange, dark and eerie nature, as well as many ominous superstitions we are given a glimpse into. Jonathan Stay, though his diary entries were revealed some of the frightening yet luring qualities that make Dracula the way very creature he is. His pearly white fang teeth, his thin nose and high bridged nostrils and his only coming out at night when humans are asleep. Despite Dracula's notorious abilities and appearance, what I find to be interesting are some of his deeper, less noticed qualities. For example, upon entering the castle, Dracula invites Jonathan. Jonathan. Good luck, Jonathan. Welcome to my house. Enter freely and of, of your own will. 
at first glance, these words these words might appear uh, uh, to be one of Dracula's catchphrases. As many readers put it, they also, according to Van Helsing, are part of Dracula's lore. He cannot attack another person in the same room unless they willfully consent to coming in. Now I think there's something more profound and more revealing about Dracula and the human condition that is invitation to Jonathan, namely that Dracula is cursed by the power of love. Love and curse together might seem like an oxymoron. However, to anyone who has loved and loved greatly, love can in fact feel like a curse. The demanding nature of love such that it can be driven by so many powerful mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional energies can make it feel like a curse. Dracula then represents the curse of love, the dismal, sullen, and glum energies that can come along with loving someone or something deeply and intensely. <coughs> um, Chipper. A separate crow. A separate crow. <sighs> Throughout my life, I've always felt a sense of differentness from most other people. This all began when I was in third grade. It was in third grade when I started to become aware of who I was that I had my own set of thoughts and feelings and perceptions that were separate and distinct from anyone else. It was after this when things really began to change. As elementary school went on, I didn't understand why all the people around me began to adopt attitudes and beliefs and behaviors that they had never had shown or previously expressed before. It's as if every individual took on a new social identity and persona so they could be more liked, more popular, or more cool. It's as if their new social identities had suddenly become their very nature. This all happened within the span of a year, and we weren't even adolescents yet. It was very strange, so strange. And so I felt like a stranger with the very people I grew up with, with whom I was supposed to have something in common. Now, why was this weird to me? It was weird to me because I have always been someone who has been true to their inner self, true to their heart, ever since I was a young child. I've always followed my heart. I've always loved eating cucumbers with French dressing. I have always loved intimate, close, and personal relationships and interactions, and I have always loved learning about myself and the outside world. So I didn't understand why everyone suddenly decided to adopt personality traits and characteristics in the fifth grade that didn't align with who they truly were. After all, I had seen these people growing up in fourth grade and third grade and who I had seen in earlier grades who was not who I had seen after fifth grade. Nevertheless, as our fifth year of school came around, all the boys in my grade suddenly thought it was cool to play football. All the cool kids suddenly thought you were a loser nerd if you liked to learn. All the girls suddenly began to like the popular guys. I felt like I had to change who I truly was so that I could be accepted and loved by other people. And the thing was, I was willing to. I was wanted. I wanted to make a change uh, who I was so that I, I could make friends and uh, be accepted and loved, even though there was a voice deep down telling me to not to. <laughs> uh... 
I was willing to change so I could fit in, so I chose to put the voice aside for the time being. Oh my god. This voice completely disappeared until I had, <laughs> had my first girlfriend. It was then when I was introduced to the intensity and overwhelming power of love and the onslaught of emotions that can come with it. This is why I truly felt the nakedness of my being. When I had experienced firsthand what the voice earlier had been trying to say to me, that I was indeed my own persona. It was then, then, there that was no social. So I began to look for deeper things in life. Uh, first, it began with the romantic love. Then it translated into music. <laughs> I would listen to Kid Cudi for hours, listening to his deep thoughts and messages about the universe and our subjective journey through it. Then it transitioned into nature. I would spend evenings in deep fantasy and fascination, looking at the immensity of the stars and the infinite night sky. And finally, it was revealed within myself. I wanted a deeper sense of self-identity and consciousness. Don't we all? Don't we all? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to put this in the, uh, in the description and you can read it at your leisure. Cause you know, it doesn't mean a whole lot. The underwhelmingness of life, it has to be underwhelming. Otherwise, we lose gravity and fly into outer space. How to connect with anyone. Humble yourself. Gaining true independence takes time. If you still feel like you're kind of still a high schooler like me, give this article a read. It talks about the slow, healthy steps needed to be taken in order to gain authentic and true independence. ThoughtCatalog.com Happy reading. Take care. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Seeking unvaxxed woman for spiritual work. San Diego. Uh, that's not... That's not what I wanted. Now, what did I... What was, uh, what was I going to do? What was I, what was I doing again? What was I gonna do? What was I gonna do? I kind of forget. What am I doing here? What is happening? Ugh!
you think anyone's listening right now? Do you, do you think, do you think, do you think people listen? Can you guys hear that? It sounds like, it sounds to me, it sounds to me like somebody's listening. Do you know what I'm talking about? It sounds to me Like, you don't even know. <clears throat> we should probably make this a quick one, right? Because, because why, why, why? You know what's coming. You know the formula by now. It's, it's, uh... That's, that's the show. That, this is the show. I don't, I, I can't, look. I can't get edgier than this. This is as edgy as I can get. I think. Perhaps if I did this in blackface. But I don't think that's even... It's not even worth doing. Okay? You can, you can imagine it. I, I think the, the fact that I am even thinking about doing blackface, that's funny enough. That is funny enough. Now, now I have this idea. I have this idea. Now, are you familiar with the concept of uh, 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 suicide by cop? You ever hear? You ever hear this? I've been watching a lot of. Uh, police body cam videos, right? And uh, I'm fascinated by the ones where uh, they seemingly want to die. Uh, they're literally screaming, shoot me, shoot me. And they're walking at a, at a cop with an axe. Or perhaps a gun. Perhaps a Glock. Whether it's real or fake. Doesn't matter to the cop. Right? They only have a split second to decide. If they need to sh shoot you. Sh smoking. Somebody stop me. 
So I'm not saying I'm not saying I would do that, but how funny would it be? <laughs> how funny would it be to walk up to a cop pointing a gun at him screaming somebody stop me do you get it what a, what a, what a way to go out it's just a corny line from from the mask from jim carrey's the mask Smoking. <laughs> Think about it. It's all, it's so funny. It's really funny. And you you even put you even put green face on, you know. You paint your face green, and you and you buy and you buy a zoot suit, the fedora. With a big feather coming out the hat. And you pull out your Glock. And and you say, somebody stop me. Now there's an idea for a video. If I ever, if I ever seen one. Did you know... Uh, those body cams are really expensive, but why wouldn't they be? They're selling them to law enforcement. They'll pay for it. They'll pay for your exorbitant body cam price. Cause otherwise everyone will get really mad. But did you know it's only about, um, like, like 10% of police ever have body cams. It's not, it's not necessary. It's not a requirement for any police. Really. There is no standard. And it's, I think it's, it's, it's partially because of how expensive they make them. So, so if you want to make money, just make a good police cam and make it cheaper than like $1,000. That's my idea. Because I'm trying to buy one. Because I want to practice with it. You know? And I don't think FBI agents get body cams, but um, I'll have one. I'll have my own. Wouldn't it be funny to have body cam footage from both uh, the cop and the victim? The body, the Axon body cam footage of you being shot. And maybe the cop is recording with his cell phone instead. That would be hilarious. 
in my opinion, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. Who do you think you are? Do you have you ever thought about who you be sometimes? Because I, I look at I look at people like you, I look at people like you, and I say, hey, what the fuck is going on? What is wrong? What is going on with you, kid? And 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 people like you say, uh. I, I like candy, I like pizza, I like soda, I like hot dog. And I say, I say, yeah, I can fucking tell. I can fucking tell. Okay? You, you don't, you didn't have to, you really didn't have to tell me. Uh, now, now, uh, why do you do this? Tell me, why do you, why do, you do this? Uh, you, uh, <laughs> now, you, you, uh, You watch the my pornography and and you like it. And and why you do this? Why why you do this? You you watch pornography, you jerk off to it. Fine. I don't need to know why. Add me on the Snapchat. You, you go on my link tree. You add me on the Instagram. Why you do this? I just want to be left alone. I want to be left alone. Why you do this? You message me. You send me your genitals. You, you send me, you send me pics of your genitals. And I don't like it. I hate your genitals. <coughs> I. Why you do this? Why you expect me to look at pictures of your balls, of your titties, your 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 asshole? What? 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 What?
Wouldn't it be funny? Okay, here's another bit. Okay, I wasn't going to share it, but. Here's another funny bit. Uh, what if I. That's good. That's good. I like the way that looks. I love the way I look. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I love the way I look right now. Do you like the way I look right now? Is this hot? Do you want me to fucking do it? You want me to fucking shoot? Should I fucking shoot? That is the question. Will I fucking shoot? And you know, you know what's unfortunate about the fact that you're watching this is that you already know the answer. Supposedly. Supposedly. If you're watching this, it, it implies that I don't shoot. And that I personally uploaded the video because I didn't shoot. And that ruins it, doesn't it? That kind of ruins it. And, and, and to do this live is difficult. Okay? And that's what would make it fun is if I did it live. But what you don't know... Is uh, I have some really twisted uh, fucking psychopaths that have told me they would be willing to uh, come to my house and collect the footage. Okay? They would find the footage. And upload it on my behalf. Now, who are these psychopaths? I don't know. I actually don't. But I've trusted them with my legacy. I have trusted them to run my Facebook page. My memorialized X videos page. Just in the event... In the event that I shoot, which I won't, which I will not do, unfortunately. I, I will not be doing that today because that would be stupid. 
And it wouldn't even be funny. The implication isn't even funny, is it? It's not. It's not. Self-harm isn't a joke, and it should be taken seriously, okay? Because life is very serious, okay? And so is death, okay? They're equally serious. No matter what anyone tells you. No matter what any podcaster tells you. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want this to be over as much as I do? Because I... I think I'm ready to move on.
Ja. 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 Please, please, please. Please. Ja. Fuck. 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 Oh my fucking god. Ah. <sighs>